this is going to be a fun episode because we have two people with the same name. Absolutely. <laughs> we definitely do. Happy, thrilled, honored, proud to be sitting with you two gentlemen. Sharif Hanford, Sharif Bray, thank you guys so much for joining episode two of the Danny Rumpf Classic Podcast. Thank you for having me. I don't know about I can't speak for Reef, but thank you for having both of us. Um, also, um, AK, you can give his, uh, his, uh, his alias Tom Shepard. I was going to say, we might have to call you Tom Shepard today. I mean, I'm just honored to be here. You know what I mean? Just happy to be here. Happy to be seen. To, for starters, for both of you, I mean, is it surreal that this is the 18th summer of the Danny Rumpf Classic? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. It's like a blink of an eye. Mm-hmm. I mean, to be honest... They go by so fast. I didn't even, when it was the 15 year, I'm like, Mike, we did 15 years. I'm literally sitting in his kitchen. I'm like, we did 15 years of this? And then now it's 18, and it's just, it goes by so fast. Like, it's, it's unbelievable how fast it went. Mike was talking about uh, when it first starts, it's like, I just hope we can get to year five. And then once year five passes, I hope we can get to year 10 after that. I hope we can get to year 15. Now, nearing it on 20, did you sort of have those feelings along the way? No. <laughs> no. At, so I don't know what year, Reef probably knows years better than me and Mike. Yeah, I want to say year three. I'm like, why does all these people keep coming to the gym to do it? Because first year it was just like the neighborhood. It was just yeah, and the then regular guys. I think year three, I'm like, they really became crazy. It was like, it had, I don't know what year it was, but year three it was crazy. I'm like, this thing's never gonna stop. I thought it did. Like Mike was like, I hope to get to year like none of that came into. I'm like, once I got to year three, and I'm like, people are like. Like it's like December, like yo, where the rump at? What people, y'all doing? Yeah. I'm like people on vacation playing, talking about it. Cause back when me and Reef played like in every league, so I'm like, yeah, we're like, they're like, yo, what y'all doing for the rump? And I'm like, we not even worried. We try to win this game right now. <laughs> like that's why I knew it was gonna be a, a never ending thing. I I wasn't really me personally. Was like, I need to get to year five. I need to get to year like Mike. That's how Mike thinks. Yeah. Me, I'm like after year three, and I was like, people like, yo, what y'all doing? And then once once we came out with the shorts. I yeah, knew sure it, was it was crazy. Over. It was over. Yeah, well, with me, um, I just always waited till Tuesday. Like, I, like Tuesday after the rump is over with is like that's what I'm looking forward to. So, every time, every year is just like, man, I just don't get through this one. And you look up, compounded interest is year ten, year fifteen. Like you said, now it's year eighteen, soon to be hopefully year twenty, thirty, or whatever. But um, like Sharif said, once you get, once we had the merchandise, and once people just was like on vacation. Like we we having uh, text message conversations or stuff like that, talking about the rump, and it's February. Mm-hmm. It's like wow, like that's crazy. Yeah, I want to go back to that real quick. You said you guys would be playing other games, or it'd be like December, January, six months from when the rump would take place, and you were getting. Who were some of the people reaching out? What do you remember about sort of the feeling of like um, people reaching out to you about it? Everybody, that it was everybody. Everybody would be like, it was like the pinnacle of like basketball for the year, actually. Yeah. Like, not just the summertime, but for the whole year. People was, like, talking about it in the wintertime. Even that early, that's got to mean a lot to you guys at that point, right? I mean, it was it was phenomenal. Like, the rump over the years, when it first started and when we got to where we are now, it was, like, people just – people from out of town. Like, I would go – I forget. I want to say – That's when his teammates were still playing from, yeah. like, Western Kentucky and from, like, MCI. I, I, I want to say I was in Miami and I just saw a random – me and Mike – I think I was with Mike. Matter of fact, we saw a random person wearing rump shorts. No like, way. How the hell did y'all get these? Like, they weren't even from Philly. Like, they're just like walking down the street. I'm like, <laughs> like, I'm like, it was just, it, that's when I knew it was like, it was crazy. Yeah. Like, just random people having rump shorts all across the country. Yeah. That's when I was like, oh, yeah, we're on to something. Well, 
yeah, it was, it was, it was bonkers. So I saw a video the other day. I was watching back um, Reef Hanford, aka Tom Shepard, your pregame speeches from LA at the PABC, the Prime Basketball Classic, both last summer and then this past summer. And you had a line in there about, um, you know, this shit means a lot more to me in basketball. You talk about, you know, my man name is on my chest right now, and this mm-hmm. shit means a lot more to me than basketball. For you guys to kind of unpack that, I mean, to think about it now, what does this all mean to you at this point in your lives? Uh, what does it mean to us at this point in our lives? Uh, in my life, it's like it's a it's like definitely a part of it. It's like a it's like a a big piece of my life to like carry on Danny's legacy, Danny's name. Um, uh, to just save the next bright star. Um, and to just spread the word about what about him and his legacy, and just spread the word about like him as a person through basketball. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm I'm with Reef. So I have like two, for me personally, I have two goals for this, like the Rump tournament. Like to make sure Danny's name is never forgotten. Like so no matter what we're in, if I have the apparel on or if I'm wearing this, that, that everybody knows that he was like one of my best friends when I was at college. He drove to visit me. <laughs> like I'm like, yo, he just, he just popped up at my apartment. And I'm like, his back when MapQuest was like around, like I'm like he just I just gave him the address. He pulled up on the MapQuest, so and then like for basketball, I just I believe that our city is some of the best ball, ball players in the country. That we don't get the recognition that I think we deserve personally. Like sure, we have we got somebody two of the top five all the time from our city. Like we have somebody that does like landscaping and it comes plays in the P the P A B C and, and, and destroys it every year. It doesn't work out. We think he holds the record for the PABC three-pointers because yeah. he hit – he had We're nine this year. That's right, the legend, Shannon Givens. He had nine this year, Nugget. and he probably had something close to that last year, right? Yeah. yeah. But as I'm saying, like, he just – like, and we just – and that's just – just, like, our city has hoopers. Like, we really do, and that's what we do. So, I just want to – like, so when, I, when we use that name, even though it's my friend's name, when we play, mm-hmm. I try to tell people, like, yo, we, we're the one of the top cities in the country, like – like of all time hoopers, in yeah. my opinion. As a quick aside, I can't bring up the PABC in LA without giving props to Sharif Bray here. We had mentioned on the first pod with Mike that the three gotta give champion. you gotta give you gotta give you your credit, give you your flowers. Yeah, I'm uh tell Sabrina I just seen Sabrina uh what's the uh, I have no clue. She, she said, <laughs> she said twenty five out of twenty seven. Mm. And I tell her I'm I'm I might come back. I'm retired officially. But I might come back just to try to beat that. Legendary that was shooter. Crazy. That That's was crazy. something. Um, to go back to you talk about uh, keeping Danny's name alive, um, to think about sort of at this point, how do you, with the next generation, obviously 18 years, it's, there are a lot of guys who played in the early years and are too old to play now, but there's sort of a cycle of the next generation of players. When you talk about uh, you know, both of you coaching the, the next generation, having the next generation, the crop of basketball players come up, how do you actively talk about Danny with, the net with the with a generation of people who maybe weren't as closely tied to his story and him personally. Well, and to me, a lot of the guys that I have that graduated this year literally was born the year that he passed. Like literally was born in 05. They're mm-hmm. like eighteen right now. Mm-hmm. So like to have them carry on a legacy of a person that they never even met. It's crazy. Like my nephew, like Naeem Johnson, um who else? Um, Xavier Brown. Um, a bunch of guys that now grew up in Pootie. No, yeah, Pootie too. Yeah, Pootie. Pootie was the reason why we started the basketball team. But um, that grew up on Danny's legacy, and they never even really met him. But they carry his name like, like it's 
their like it's their best friend. Um, a lot of these kids wearing the number eleven in in college. Mm-hmm. So like that's a lot. A lot of my a lot of my um Dominic Gunter. He's gonna wear number eleven in college, and he plays football now. So like it's a lot of kids that um that that affiliate themselves with the brand and with him and with just his whole legacy because of us carrying it the way we did. And and um so when I the people I train or the kids I coach, I just tell them like they ask me about him. I'm like, one thing about Danny, he was a hooper. Four o'clock in the morning, he'll call yeah, me, come who? He's like, let's go lift weights. I mean, we, me and him used to be in the weight room. Reef too. Reef didn't I lift any weights. He just watch. <laughs> but me and Danny be in the weight room lifting weights. Moral support, right? Yeah, absolutely. Like, and he, he's a he was a worker. So I said, if you want to rep that, you, you got to be a worker. Like you got to play hard, love basketball, love the things you do, and just because that's what Danny was to me, and that's what like. No matter where, he's going to play ball, and he's going to play hard. He's going to play defense. He's going to do all the things. And if you want to rep that, you have to do those things in my eyes. So they'd be like, oh, how was, like, well, how was he as a player? Like, I just tell him what I remember. And he didn't back down from nobody. And he was just a hooper. And he hooped no matter. We used to go, what, what, what Parkside? 3 Park o'clock side, in the morning. Venice Island. We used to go yeah, everywhere. Like 3 o'clock in the morning. Let's go hoop. We'll find the leagues. We'll find the courts with the lights on all night and just be going and playing. We was at Roxborough. Me, it was me, Danny, and my friend Darnell. And Matt. And Matt. Matt Jefferson. We we went and hooped from 1 to 6 a.m. to the sun came up. Then went home, came right back up Mallory like for two hours later to go hoop again. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. that's how he was. So I just told people he was a hooper and loved basketball more than – more than most people, that's what I like. Loved one of the most things I loved about him, besides just, you know just him as a personality, but that like he's a hooper, always well being in my eyes, and that's why I always try to when I anybody reps that I try to tell them that as well. One quick question about the tournament, and then I want to come back to Danny. Um, after he passed, the foundation started pretty shortly after that. For you guys, what was the conversation like of wanting to put something together that was basketball centric in his honor? So. When we when they when Morak started it, he's like, oh, "I want to do a tournament." I'm like, "Ah, oh, we just have like it was like it was I think it was four teams, five. I don't even remember." How I want to say I want to say it was six, six, but it was like the old heads that used to play Sunday uh-huh, morning. Uh-huh. Us, uh, Hockenham had a team, right? Haines Street. Yeah, Hockenham had a team. Um, J.K. and I just can't remember the West Philly. Teams. West, West Philly had a team. They won it. They yeah, wanted Hawk, Paul, um, Fuzz. And we were just doing it. And it really GK. was just going to be for that for that one weekend, for that one time. Like, it was like, yo, because that was like the year that you actually, like, and then it just, it just, and then that's what we say, because he loved basketball, we do that. And then just after that, we're like, oh, let's do it again next year. And then Mike got a job at N1, and then, then it just went kind of crazy after that. That's when Mike was running the city with with N1. And then, yeah. Yeah, it was just. Absolutely. It was a um, crazy time. Um, what was the question again? It was uh, for you the just getting the tournaments, doing something basketball centric together to get the tournament um, together after after he passed. Well, I yeah, I think it was definitely a thing because I never thought about the tournament as something like eighteen years later, something that would make a legacy and everything it grew into. It was just to compete and to like bring everybody together in his honor and his name, and of course to keep his name alive. Um, so once they said it, we're like, yeah, we're, we're playing. So everybody had teams. Um, we actually had two rump teams, two teams, two rump teams. We actually had, uh, um, and we all were actively still playing basketball. So it was like, we had 
the pick of the litter. Like, you know, um, for years, I want to say up to like the 16th or 17th year, like Hakeem Warwick played in every every year because that was his AAU teammate. You know what I'm saying? It's just a testament to how Danny was as a person and how everybody loved him. Like, everybody loved him. Like, nobody – I don't think nobody said anything – could say anything bad about him. Like, that was just, like, his personality. Because I was on that AAU team. And you, if you would have – when we go to, like, Vegas for the Vegas – whatever it's called, Big Time Tournament. I'm just – this is a, a funny story. So, me and Danny were roommates. Ready? I we go I go get something to eat, come back to the room. Everybody's in our room. I'm like, <laughs> dog, Danny. They all want to hang out with Danny. Staff, Corbett. Mm-hmm, Skinny, mm-hmm. yeah. Kel, well, Kelvin doesn't count, but yeah. Kelvin, because Kelvin's always with us anyway. Yeah. Cuffy, Cook, like they were all. It was just a he, his personality and his uh, his traits were like to bring people together. You, you gotta love him. He was he made everybody laugh, yeah, and then he was phenomenal was basketball player. Plus that, like one of the best people ever. He was a pretty cool dresser too. Tell me about that. Um, he he was one of the guys that you would hate going to shopping with him. I actually went shopping with him before, and it was, like, one of the worst experiences that you probably could <laughs> have. It's like he shops like a girl. Like, he'll go into every store. We actually went down Um, we went down to the gallery. First, we was on Market Street. Then we, we went to every store. Then we went in the gallery, went every store. Then we went to South Street, went every store, just to come back to Market Street, to the first store that we was in. And he bought the first thing that he saw. I was like, you know, we could have done that three hours ago <laughs> and it just it's that's just who he was like he definitely was like a shopper and he had all the had, had all the latest and the greatest he actually um he actually was the first person i ever seen with hiking tims on and he, he showed me and i had went and got a pair the next day but he had said yo he just came out yesterday i was like oh all right and they was just like amazing i was like yeah i'm getting me something tomorrow yeah what yeah. are some of your earliest memories for you guys when you first started hanging out with them first started hooping with them um, earliest memory. So me and Danny actually went to elementary school together. So like we went to elementary school. Like we, so my earliest memories is like running through the hallways and stuff like that, and playing in the schoolyard and playing like um, football. See, that's one thing that people don't know about Danny. That Danny was like an amazing quarterback. Okay. Like he played football, but he didn't play football. He, yeah. he he didn't play football organized. So we all played football organized. So a lot of the guys that I met, um, so I played football first. So I played for the Bantams. Um, a lot of the guys that actually played basketball played for the Bantams as well. Jihad. I met Jihad. Um, Jihad Sneed, uh, another guy that played with us. He, um, I met him playing football. He actually was on my team. But um, so Danny, we used to play in the schoolyards. And um, his neighborhood, like his block, he had a bunch of people on his block. We would go. We'd play football together. So two of his uh, two of his best friends, um, the twins, Kenny and Calvin, they played on my football team as well. So, like, that's where – uh, some of my earliest memories of him just being in the hallways and running around and him having all the Jordans, like literally everyone. Um, when they, not like now, nowadays, like when they really first came out, um, as Michael Jordan was wearing them, but like stuff like that, like him just being being a cool guy. He was the most stylish of the friend group? Um, I don't know if he was the most stylish, but he definitely was. Like he, he literally, remember he had the Roy Jones Jordans? He had the he used to play in like Roy Jones had a pair of boxing jewelry. He had them and he played in them, and it was like, bro, what are you doing? Like, <laughs> like literally, but he definitely had. He definitely was. He was the only child, and he had like uncles and all that stuff. So like, I was spoiled, but he was really spoiled. Mm. Refrain about you. My 
early memories of Danny. My first time playing Danny Dirty, I, I can always remember getting the, uh, what's it, George Waiters? What was it? George Waters, George, George Waters, Waters. George, yeah, George Waters. Uh, t shirt on, but it was ripped. It had like a hole across the jaw. I'm like, what is, like, come on, man. And he was just fast. Danny wasn't, in my opinion, he's going to start a little by argument. Danny wasn't good then. To me, yeah. back when he was like, when he was that, like, I had to be what, okay. 12 or maybe 13? Probably younger than that, younger than that. Yeah, but that, he wasn't, I mean, don't get me wrong, he was, but he wasn't like what he was when he got to high school or whatever. Yeah. I mean, he was, oh, I mean, we're all young. But that's when I, that's my first memories of actually Danny. But probably my, my favorite, oh my God, I got so many, but I don't know. I mean, I just have so many memories that I couldn't even, like, I just remember we went, AU tournament. We was in Charlie Weber. My man said, yo, let's go get some food. So I'm like, bought like, I went to McDonald's. I forget where we went. This boy went to the candy store. Yeah, no, that's, that's candy absolutely, absolutely. Ate the whole, that's what, like, he was absolutely, my roommate in all the AU And just ate candy for the whole, so, the whole, like, no food, <laughs> strictly I candy. Swear, yep, and I'm sitting in yep. the room like, swear to God. You like, yo, you got something to eat? Yeah, I got something. He's just pulling out candy. And I'm like, Literally, literally, like we'll go to the Chinese store and he'll get like, or we'll go to like the corner store. And he'll get like five dollars worth of like Fruits. penny can fruity fruiters, fruity, oh like all to- this candy. He'll get like five dollars. He'll be like, "What are you doing with your life? Like, you, you crazy?" <laughs> no, but that's what he ate though. Like, that's he was really like, what you he know, ate. like Marshawn Lynch, like, so you only eat like it was like yeah. that. I'm like, yo, like, but I just had like, I just had like my favorite though. Actually, my favorite Danny basketball memory was when. When when Germantown, I think Reef was playing in that yeah, game. Yeah, I played Germantown that game. Was I played that game. Yeah. When somebody made Jahai fall. Reese Rice. And then the next play, Danny made. Reese Rice fall. Reece, hell, yo, that was the craziest crazy. game ever. Crazy. Crazy. Craziest game ever. Crazy, that crazy. Was that was like one of the hypest games I've ever been in. Like literally, when that when that uh, sequence happened, like you ever like vision, like see something and, and people, the crowd going wild and like my vision was like shaking. It was just like shaking. Yeah, the whole, everything was like, was shaking. It was crazy. It was super it was, loud in there. It was it was like the rump tournament. Yeah, it, it was, was like, it was, it was like, like the rump tournament. tournament. So it was crazy. So it was this league that we had um Greater Philadelphia. Greater Philadelphia. Greater by Doc Bray. To whereas though it was a, it was basically like summer high school basketball teams, but in the summer. Like you, you played with your high school basketball team, but it was in the summer. Um in Germantown. So Danny so Danny backstory. Danny went to Germantown in ninth grade, but then he left and he was supposed to come back. So it, this was the summer to him coming back to Germantown. So he was on playing on our summer league team, and um, as me, kid Jahas Need, um, uh, Troy Ford, uh, another kid named Mike Bowles. Um, we had this six eight kid named Court. I can't I can't remember Court's last name. Um, but the game just was amazing. We played against Mansion. It was like literally like Germantown on one side, North Philly on the other side, and it was just like everybody was in there. Super packed. I was standing. And you know, all the all the Mansion guys was our homies too. So yeah, because they played like Sunny Hill with us and all yeah, that. We all so it Sunny was Hill like. Together. But I'm sitting like no, I think I'm even sitting. I think I'm standing against the wall. No, no. Whoever he made a fall at, I'm right there, like like this close. Like I don't. It was packed. It was it was crazy. It was one. It was one of my favorite. Besides a couple of rump things, that's probably one of my favorite games yeah, that was ever one of my to watch. Games like that's too. better than like, like that's like AI when he had when he stepped over Ty Lue like game to yeah, me. No, like it absolutely. was it was crazy in that gym. I love that game. I wish we had. I, I wish we had like. I know so they the, filmed them. Bro. So the so I the gym my dad, has my like dad ran that league. He should have filmed every one of those games. So the so the gym has security cameras now. I wish they had those in there. You would we would they would have got all the footage. So you had said Reef Bray that uh, at I mean at 
he was 12 years old, but that he wasn't that good at that point. And then when he got to high school, like you could really start to see it in Danny that he was good. At what point, for I guess for both of you, like at what point did you start to see? Okay, Danny's one of the best, one of the best so, supers in the city. So in my in my opinion, Danny was always more skilled than than all the other players. Like Sharif was one of the more skilled players too. But like, see me, I came from playing football i came from another sport like i always played basketball yeah but i but i came from playing football so i was playing catch-up um actually when me and sharif met we um i was in the gym and i actually the second team I, the second league i ever played in was on sharif's team and we won the championship so the first two leagues i ever played in i won the championship so that's why i stopped playing football Legend. but but to coming into the season being on a, being a guy coming in on a team and then i actually started in the championship game so like it was just like man like if you work hard you'll you'll get better but I think I like Sharif and Danny was like people that you were like looking at like yo you gotta be able to now be able to shoot dribble the ball between your legs be able to do spin moves be able to dribble finish with your left hand and stuff like that so to my and to me like those guys always pushed me and just being more than just an athlete more than just athletic to be like skilled. I believe Danny. So I met Danny. I think he'd be either twelve or eleven. I can't remember what age it was because I'm I'm old now. But I would say by the time didn't he, he play Father's Club with you? No, he didn't. Danny didn't play Father's Club. But when by the time he was going into his freshman year, he was a problem. Yeah, certified problem. So that whatever fourteen, I guess, because we were the same. His birthday is four days before mine. So yeah, so literally, it, it was four days a, before his. Literally, like three days ago. <laughs> I was reef your birthday, but on my the birthday, day we're my birthday's on Wednesday. Okay, on the day we're recording this is coming up. Okay, I'll remember yeah. that. Um, but he um, he he yeah. By the time he was freshman, it was over. I was like, yo, who? Super fast, strongest hands. Like yeah. when the ball hit his hands, it was. A, I mean, he led, the, he led the public as well. public league in steals. Then he then he, then he got I don't know, but his. Tenth grade year, he I don't know when he got hops. Then he got hops out of nowhere. <laughs> like he already yeah. could jump, but I'm talking about it was like crazy. He was flying. And then after that it was over. I remember Mike telling me a story once of I think I asked him a similar question of like when he saw Danny really start to figure it out as a basketball player. And he said he remembers I don't know if I think it might have been an AAU event and he saw Danny in warm ups like windmill dunk or something mm-hmm. like crazy, mm-hmm. like crazy hops. And he's like, Whoa, where did that like Tampa it was Hill. it comes back after the summer and he Pulls pulls out something like that. Mike we, was like, Whoa. "We played in the AU tournament for positive image. It was me, Danny, Mike Cook, Skinny, and Terrence Mack. T Mack, yeah. That was the starting five. And all I remember Did is my man play with y'all. With the, 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 what's his name? The uh, the Painter Bull. I can't think. Oh, of he was name. an older team. Okay, okay. He was an older team. Uh, King, King. Uh, what's he called? Yes. I can't think of his name. Yeah, he was an older team. But so all I remember is. Danny won. I want to say it's in Vermont or New Hampshire. Danny had like twenty five straight, <laughs> and then after that, it was over. He never looked back, and it, it was crazy. He kept like he kept. He got like one thing about Danny is he got steals. Like he, yeah, he always steals, he always played defense. Like like passing lane steals all the time. And then the first time he got a passing lane, he dunked that joint. Then somebody came up, he dunked on somebody else. And then after that, he just I felt like he, just, he kept jumping higher and higher and higher. I kind of I kind of got got it. Um, well. I, it was it was for me kind of he always had like a the, the skill to him, but it because I think that we 
we made each other better like a lot because we played so much basketball against each other and we pushed each other like them him and Danny, me, uh Justin Scott, they all we all we all pushed ourselves, pushed each other. Mallory. Like so this is this is our this is our day. I I could be all like Literally. I can just speak to me, but I know as soon as school was over, you gotta get to Mallory by three fifteen. I was leaving school early. Sorry. <laughs> gotta get to Mallory by three fifteen. So we could have it was me, Justin Reef, mm-hmm. Danny, Jihad, there's a bunch of us. Isaiah. Like we playing one on one Oh, not full because it was like the uh, it was it was the side course it was the side course yeah. of Mallory loser just loser off yeah we All literally day. played like four or five hours of that like, um, we're there till we're there till eight o'clock nine o'clock till my dad like, right, gotta go yeah especially if they didn't have nothing in the gym but but my but I guess when Danny I, I guess it was say we played in um we played in this league and that, and this is actually the first time I got a my first like dunk for real for real dunk um we played in this league down the Salvation Army. Um, uh, I want to say this was our going into our eleventh grade year. I think it was, and um, uh, no, it wasn't. I'm it's was way before then. Um, it might have been like ninth grade year, and he just was like, cause Rome Burke played on our team. Remember Rome Burke? Yeah, yeah. Um, he played on our team, and Danny just was like, he just like yo, he just like head and shoulders like better than. Everybody, even when we were coming up like fourteen under, like him and Jahad played on the team, played on our team together. Um, and like playing playing on the team with those guys, I just never felt like we were out of any game. All we had to do was just rebound and like make our layups and and just play hard. Like they were going to carry us. I don't care if we was down fourteen with like three minutes to go. It was like uh, we going to win because Jahad played a lot of defense too. Everybody say he doesn't, but he got a bunch of steals. Um, he missed. He missed no no tours. He missed like four layups every but game. He's the first person I ever saw with a mid range jump shot. Yeah, never knew what it was until. But once, but once that happened, I like I just feel like he 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 just put it all together. I feel like he had all the tools, but he once he just put it all together around like the end of ninth grade, um, tenth grade summer. Because I, this is a story that people don't know. Danny got cut ninth grade. Really? Yeah, at Germantown. Tell well, me about what happened. Well, the coach. Uh, to give it some context, the coach cut uh, Michael Jordan, which went on to be a pro. He also cut Flip Murray, which went on to be a pro too. So, I mean, he clearly didn't know too much about basketball. But um, how did Danny handle that? Uh, he was cool with it. He yeah. was a ninth grade. He was he was a ninth grader. Like yeah. he he was he was we always I I actually wasn't eligible to play, but um he he just was like all right cool we gonna play and we uh it was a league in the pile. That we all went and played in, so it really wasn't. It really wasn't like a like um, devastating. It was just was like it was like we just gonna get better. We are gonna play play harder. Yeah. And plus, it was a bunch of upperclassmen that was on the team. Halfway through the season, they all was they all got kicked off, and the team went, went was terrible. Um, I gotta ask uh, another one of our um, friends, guy I know, Gerald Snook Johnson. He was on that team that year, so. Uh, are there certain traits you feel like now that you carry from Danny, either things that he did on a basketball court that you sort of pass on or more, maybe more specifically off the court and who he was as a person that you feel like you carry with you or that you've taken on for yourselves? Um, me, personally, um, his 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 willingness to, like, give and care. Like, I always was, like, probably, like, the I'll quote-unquote bad guy out of all of us. But, like... 
just caring. Like, I've seen Danny literally give somebody the shirt off his back. It was a hoodie, but literally gave it a the guy asked for it. He was like, you want this? And just literally took it off his back and gave it to him. Um, so more so of that, like, like the more, more of that stuff, more of his um, generosity, his philanthropy, um, because he really, like, cared about everybody. Like, he really... I've never had an argument with Danny. Like me personally, never had an argument. I've I've only seen him be mad or upset. It probably was that game that Mike was talking about. We played against a team in Jersey, and um, he was about to fight. And he tried to dunk. He tried to dunk on the ball. We was in Gerard College, and the ball went all the way up on the track. Just before he really could dunk, but he he got mad, so he tried it. But um, yeah. So basically, his generosity and all that stuff. I mean, I just. I just try to take his joy for life. Like I try to have fun. Like I used to. Like he was my AAU roommate mm-hmm. every tournament. Yeah. So like we lose a game. I mean we didn't really lose much in AAU, but if we lost a game or whatever, he was to say we. He's like yo, we going out, we having fun. Like we was in Vegas doing a bunch of funny things. He just funny. It was just like yo, we not. Mind you, mind you, they only like sixteen at the time, for fifteen <laughs> at the time but, in Vegas. But we like yo, it was like to get it's over. No matter what, let's go have fun. So I always try to take that like. Once the game is over, like, we just have fun. Like, i never forget. We played Parkway. When I was at Central, we played Parkway at Central. So uh, another friend of ours, Jerome Burt, gets checked out the game and throws a, a water bottle. Throws a water bottle at my at, at, the, ref. at the referee. No way. Yeah. No, he's so crazy. Me and Danny's on that team. Danny's yeah. on the opposite team. We win that game. So, but, like, I already told, like, my dad was there. He was like, yo, I'm taking you because Jerome Burton, Danny was coming home with me. So I'll never forget, like, all these cops are waiting because they're, like, they're waiting after the game because, like, I guess they got it. My dad got it okay with the Parkway coach because he knew them. So they're waiting. I'll never forget. And uh, the cops are like, no, they can't. They can't. Like, they think they're, like, they're waiting to, like, to fight me. And I'm like, no, like, he going, they, 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 they like, my people. Like, yeah, we're going home together. Here. Like, why the cops are, like, trying to, like, keep us apart. And my dad's like, no, they whatever, whatever. He's like laughing, like making jokes. Like you're gonna rest, like like I'm over here, <laughs> yeah, crack. Cause oh, Darnell was with us too, and I was over here. Me I and thought Darnell was, like, was I thought uh, Jerome was gonna get arrested too. Like he, cause he, yeah, it was just it was, but it was just they, like that's something like that's how he is. Like they just lost, he didn't care. He just laughing at at Rome Burke about to get arrested for trying to come mm-hmm. home with us. That's too funny. Um, I have to ask, the movie Above the Rim came out in the late '90s. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously, one of the greatest basketball movies of all time. One of the greatest. How did that movie change for you in 2005? Um, it kind of like with me personally, it kind of like me. It kind of like was like a microcosm, kind of like made like sense to me more because now I would become seemingly Tom Shepard, and Danny would be Nutso. So, kind of like if you if you know the movie, um, Nutso actually they they play basketball together. So Nutso actually passed, and Tom took it, like, really, really hard. He kind of, like, stopped playing basketball. He kind of moved away. And when he came back, he came back, and um, he played in a tournament. Um, it's crazy that we have a tournament, too. But, like, it's just, like, similar to. But it but it, it took on it took on a life of his own. It took on a different meaning. And, and like, that's kind of where the whole Tom Shepard thing comes from, the yeah. nickname. Yeah. yeah. Can I ask you to tell the car ride story? Oh wow! With um, so me with with Mike and Kieran? No, not with Mike and Kieran. So when me, Shahid, me, Shahid Rucker, um, uh, Corey Pace, 
was that? Yeah, that was Corey Pace. We all went to a, um, Danny was playing against uh, Virginia University. Virginia University had one another one of our friends, Sean Singletary, playing at the time. What was his nickname then? Oh, uh, Double S Slice. It's crazy. <laughs> so I want to ask what the explanation of that name is or no? I, it's just I, so corny. It's it was just, just terrible, and he was and, and he was grown when he when he got that nickname. Which this was Sean Singletary, but um, so Double we went S down. Slice. Yeah. We don't. You don't even want to know. But we, just, <laughs> we, we always laugh at that. So um, so we went down. Mind you, Sharif mentioned MapQuest before that. So we went down, um, there. We printed out the MapQuest, but listen, this is the kicker. The ink ran out. So like halfway through the map quest it was like getting faded and we didn't know the rest of the um the rest of the directions. So my friend Shahid Rucker, when you see this, the brilliant Shahid Rucker said, You know what? It's a major university. Let's just ride we just gonna ride down ninety five and we're gonna see it. I'm like, What? <laughs> it didn't sound right at first, but then I'm like, you know what? Yeah, it sound right. It'll be a sign somewhere. So this is this is this is you gotta set I gotta set the story up too. To where we like going down there. So my friend Corey Pace, he has a a Caprice Classic with 22-inch rims on it. And it's raised. So that's what we're riding down the highway in. Mind you, we don't know where we're going after like um we hit like uh like Maryland-ish. Not even Maryland. Um, after we like get past like Delaware, we really don't know where we're going. Um... So we passing, what is it, what is it, 90, something, 95, 695, 490, I don't know what it is, but we're passing, we're literally passing it. I called another friend of ours, um, Kelvin Green. He was telling me the way to go because he actually was closer with Sean and he actually would go down there a lot. So we passed that exit. So, but once we passed that exit, we knew the way to go. So we tried to make it there. So we didn't get there and we left late anyway. We didn't, we didn't get there until about halftime. We we got there at halftime. Crazy then, that you got there. That we got. It's crazy that we even no got there. No business getting there. We, crazy that we even Dumbest got there. That was very dumb. But um, could have just driven right by it. Yeah, we could have probably driven right by it and been in Ended Florida. Up in Florida. Yeah. <laughs> but um, but so we so we actually made it to the game by halftime. Um, it's actually a um video of it, and you can actually see us walking in in the, the top of the video. Um, we got there. The game went into double overtime. So it actually was like a good game. We actually got to watch, actually got to see a game. Um, so it was during the break. So it was like December-ish. So uh, it was nobody there on campus. And Sean just was like, man, there's nothing to do. So we said, all right, we're just going to leave. And when we went back, mind you, we go back. Mind you, we riding in the Caprice Classic with 22-inch rims. I'm driving. I am literally think I'm falling asleep. I had to be falling asleep. And then, like, we almost – we hit something and the tire went flat and we went to try to take the tire off and we got down to the last lug nut and it just wouldn't it just wouldn't come off and um literally like a guy like a random guy just like stopped and was like hey we went, hey i'll take you guys to the gas station we like no we're not getting <laughs> yeah. in your car it's four in the morning we're on like 95 somewhere so then another random like white guy just like stopped literally got out of his car and was like oh you guys need help and he looked at it went got this little like wrench is like i'm tiny he got it and just turned it he's like oh there you go 
and we changed the tire and we just rode back home from there we probably got home at like eight o'clock in the morning but it was crazy that was like the craziest story craziest ride yeah it's sort of a danny adjacent story but it's yeah, still it's still yeah, a classic yeah, story yeah definitely a classic yeah um for both of you uh thinking about kind of where we're at now in year 18 to sort of circle back to the tournament a little bit i mean what would what would danny say if he had seen if he mm. was able to see where we're at today i think he would have wanted to play yeah i think he would have wanted to play i think i think he would have been able to been able to showcase himself in that in that um and that like i think he'll be proud i think he um i think he would would have liked the just the just just the competitiveness of the tournament like i tell people all the time we really don't have too many blowouts yeah in 18 years i don't think it really was like too many blowout games as opposed to how many games we played we probably had about I w- i'll say like under 10 i wasn't but like yeah it's not really have it hasn't really been too many like blowout games yeah, I think he would just want to play. Like, I think he'd be very proud of how far it's gotten and how big it's gotten across the country. But I just think, knowing, I, I don't even think, I know he would like, yo, I'm playing. Yeah. I'm getting me, I'm playing, and then put me against the best of the Harden, best. Yeah. Or give me that. Maxi, give me that. And Lou Will, give me, he would have been, let's go. That's mm-hmm. what I, I know that for a fact. I don't even got to say, I don't think. I know that for a fact. That's what I know he would, he would want to do. So for each episode and each guest of the Danny Ruff Classic Podcast, hoping to ask everyone uh, their favorite memory. But before I get to that, I, I have a memory that I want to ask you about. In 2011, Shreve Bray, legendary, legendary, famously hit a game winner at Mallory. That, And I had said this to Mike when we were talking about memories that Q Jones, who's a Mallory rec leader, um, said to me that it felt like it was something out of a movie. And I've, I feel like I've asked a lot of people about this game winner, but I don't know if I've ever actually asked you to tell the story of your own game winner. So that's just, that's just that was, I would say, Did my you feel favorite like, rump. But it, it, like, it didn't feel like a movie. It just felt like no, I've seen we've been, like, times. it's just me and Reef and Mar and yeah. the Parker. It's like we, we used to go to Worcester Malcolm, and then yeah. Reef had a game winner. It felt like all the same to me. Like, yeah. I, like like Malcolm, like yo, give me the ball. It's a game. I'm gonna get it. It's back when I hoop, hoop. Give me the ball. I'm gonna score the game winner, and that's what we did. And if I miss, I, I swear to God, I know this for a fact. I know everyone say I'm crazy. Reef would tip a layup. Knew this for a fact. That's why I never ever. It's been in too many leagues and too many games where I've been like, if I miss the game winner. I think he like Reef would tip the game winner. And like, I got I got a tip dunk like that. Game like winner dunk like so that. So I was never like I was never worried about missing the shot. So it's like, I think it might have been like that year or the year before. But I've, that so that's why when I before. like that's my favorite moment because it was so packed and they cut the court in half and you couldn't I could only go baseline I really couldn't go to the middle because everybody mm-hmm. was in the middle of the court anyway. Mm-hmm. But I just remember like worried like I wasn't worried like people were like I remember cause people asking me like I'm like what I be I knew I always say in my head if I miss Reef is gonna Reef is going to block like come back and tip dunk it like yeah. I always thought that because I've seen it too many times like we played in too many leagues like yeah. like 54th in heaven for league like. I've seen it. Like, if I miss, Reef knows what I'm doing, and I know if I miss, he's going to, as soon as I go past his one spot, I'm shooting the ball, he's going to go tip it. So, in my mind, in my mind, I'm not worried about missing. That's like, I played, like, even when I was in college, when I had all the game winners in college my senior year, like, I wasn't worried. I'm like, yo, if, if I miss, who cares? Like, nobody, like, nobody, I had to never, to me, it never, it was just, it was just crazy because it was, it was, Chuck just, was there back yeah. then. Like, it was, it was just a crazy, crazy game, and I wanted to be in there because plus Deontay, so, Deontay and them was talking spicy all so, day, so it was just a, it was a me personally. I didn't have no. Once I seen Deontay was guarding, I knew he was gonna score. 
Sorry, Christmas. For uh, for the listeners who either weren't there or don't know this story, can you paint the scene a little bit? Mm. So, more and the, like, and the play, so like, like a like a how LeBron James recalls <laughs> plays from so, years ago. So we used to always argue with Morris State all the time. So we used to see Deontay, and I used to work out with Deontay at uh, her Scott next. Rogers, Scott Bird, Bird, rare footage. Also known as rare footage, like all them, all the time. See him, all, we saw him every day. He used to drive to our block, and we used to drive, like it was just it's the thing. So once we got them in the chip, I knew we couldn't lose. That was the first thing. So I also saw Deontay. I think earlier that day at Harnett's when we was working out together, and he keeps Deontay swears he used to shoot better than me back then. So it was like a whole thing. So like Deontay played phenomenal that whole tournament too. So I was like, all right, this is this is this is this is it. So when the game got down, I think I think. I don't even remember what the score was, but I think it was like somewhere in the 60s, mm-hmm. and it was like close. I just, I just hit a three a couple of plays before that, and somebody called timeout. I don't who I don't even know. I, I don't even remember what it was. So then I get the ball. I, I look at the clock. Cause oh, but wait a second, wait a second. So when they so he's saying when they called timeout, they called timeout. But now it's like when you when we come out of the timeout, it's like everybody's at half court now. Like it's like it's like it's like it's like the, it's no it's no get a steal and run a fast break. Everybody's yeah. at half court, so like we would have had to like stop the play and check the ball up again. But after that, like it was crazy. But you go. Those are the OG days of Mallory when it's like yeah. during the game. There's like and, and it was a million degrees in there. And it was yeah. a, oh my and that god. Was, that's, the baselines are packed, but now and when you know when Reef talks about those final plays, it's like everyone fills in on the half court. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's that's. And that environment is my favorite environment of all time. Like Absolutely. I, like when people talk trash and do all the other stuff, that's what I like. So I remember everybody knows I was getting the ball. Mm-hmm. I was just looking back. Well, still, Mallory only has the clock on the one side. So I look back, and as soon as I look back, Deontay steps up. And I was like, yeah, that's a bucket. In my mind. I said, yeah, yeah that's a bucket. Yeah. So I just ripped through, go baseline. I knew Deontay's going to reach. I, went, I played through it, and one. Make the foul shots, and pretty much the game was over. I just remember Cheo and, and Naps just being like, "Give me my money." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and I just started laughing, like, but yeah, it was just, it was just, it was just it was it was a prime time play, but it was like just because I knew it was gonna happen, and I, and plus I didn't back then I didn't miss a Mallory anyway, so it was it was gonna be hard. But the crazy part about that is, I want to say earlier in that same tournament. We played, like Streif mentioned earlier, they used to be like the older guys from like North Philly and all that stuff, all the older guys we used to play against. We played against the North Philly team. Um, I think Lanier and all of them. Not not Lanier. Um, what's my man name? That, that coach at um, Gretz. I can't oh, think. Lenard Stewart. Lenard. Lenard. I'm sorry. Sorry, Lenard. I apologize. <laughs> but um, like Lenard and them, I think Lenard probably had 40. But Sharif hit another game winner, like the same, like same. over, over the backboard. backboard. Like it was even crazier. It was over the backboard, like falling out of bounds, on, You're and, crazy. And, and like the same spot, and like it just was. I guess it just was meant to be that 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 tournament. They was like, yo, he cheated. I'm like, yo, he shot the ball over the backboard, and with like seconds left, we won. Like we're like, how do you guys say he cheated? Like, but that tournament was crazy. Yeah, that was one of my, that that tournament. It was just so many. Memories like, like this back when Diddy did it. Mar mm-hmm. was like oh, in man. shape, oh, talking man. trash the whole game. Like that stuff, just like those, yeah. those two. Like that's the that's the part that I missed. That's like that was the best one of my favorite. I, that's the part I know Danny yeah, would have no, loved. Danny would, Danny would have loved like that. that. Yeah. Like he would yeah. all the trash talk. 
and all that. That was that was that was his thing. So that was. I was gonna say, was Danny a trash talker? Did he talk shit? Um, not 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 really, not really. Like he would like he would in. Danny used to do like. If you hear Kevin Garnett talk about how Tim Duncan talked trash, that kind of like was like how Danny talked trash. Like, nice try, like, <laughs> like yeah. you really you really thought she was gonna take the ball, or like he can't guard me, like stuff like that. Like prime another Danny story, real quick. We playing AAU, first play of the game, never forget it. He's bringing the ball up, and like nobody guarding him, lose the ball off his foot. The coach is like, he can't dribble, blah blah. blah. <laughs> okay. I'm laughing because I literally laugh. I'm standing because I'm like right on the sideline. Now, like, now they're in for a show. I'm like, y'all like, tripping. They're like, yo, press him, pick him up. I never forget. Coach L's like, because Coach L took it kind of personal too. So he's like, yo, everybody go to the other side. They're in the press. He breaks the press by himself for the whole first half, a quarter, whatever he played. Mm-hmm. By himself. He's like, yo, no, no. He's like, so t- then all I remember Danny saying to the, like, walking by, I was like, I can't dribble, huh? Like, that's what he said. And I was like, yeah. It was crazy. And then he's like, yeah. It was just crazy. I was like, I think he was playing somebody really good, too. And I was like, but he literally just lost the ball. Like, wasn't like a lazy dribble thing. And they was like, oh, he's scared to dribble. I remember looking to the side, like, y'all must have not seen the scouting report. Like, y'all crazy if that was going to be the thing. Yeah. That's one thing you couldn't do was press him. You guys are the best. Sharif Bray, Sharif Hanford. Appreciate you gentlemen coming on the pod. My man. Thank Thank you, guys.